0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Catfish Corner, Postseason edition. Joe Rexford here with Paul Scarbina, our Predators beat writer. It's Preds stars. Your first blush reaction to this matchup, Paul.
1: I think it's the best matchup the Predators could have hoped for.
0: I thought you were going to say the best matchup in all the postseason.
1: Probably that too, but maybe not.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't put this at first. It isn't. It is very interesting.
1: So why do you think it's uh, favorable for the Predators? Well, I think either them or Winnipeg, and, and let me explain Winnipeg. Winnipeg has been playing not so well lately, so it'd be a good time to catch to catch them in the playoffs if you're going to, you know, if you believe in the momentum thing and all that carrying over to the postseason. But um, you know, outside of that, I think the Predators match up pretty well with the Stars. They, you know, they have had some. They've had, I think, they are three and two against them this year. I think two or three of those games went to overtime. Um, the good news for the Predators is that the the Stars' backup goalie is the one who's dominated them, not Ben Bishop this year. Ben Bishop he's was, only played him one time. He's played him twice. He played him twice. Okay, or three times actually. Ben Bishop only played only started one game against the Predators this season, I believe. That's what I'm saying. Ben Bishop, oh, Bishop only played, played one, two, one yeah, 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 against yes, the Predators. Yes.
0: Ben Bishop, who certainly. Is, uh, has had a great year, we'll, the Trophy yeah.
1: candidate. I mean, yeah, he's and and you know, not that it's going to be easy for the Predators, but the D- Dallas is not a big offensive threat. I think they're the second worst offensive team in terms of goals scored this year. Um, I think they are the four, second or third, and they're also in the same boat in second goals a stingiest. So it will be a defensive. I wouldn't expect a lot of high scoring games. You know, you would never really do in the playoffs anyway. But I just think the matchups kind of favor the Predators if if certain players we've talked about in the past perform up to what they're supposed to do and and Pekka you know plays well and and you know I I just I like the matchup I didn't I do not like St. Louis at all for the for the Predators uh, especially in the first round Um, beneficial for them if the Predators can advance to then also let the Stars and Jets kind of beat up on each other which I do believe in that. I mean, two teams are beating the hell out of each other in the first round, and you're sitting there waiting for them in the second round. That certainly could be to your benefit, but um, yeah, if you, know,
0: you can get out of this series without your own, which, you know, which we don't know if they can. But right, right. But that's, those are two heavy teams that are going to beat on each other,
1: right? And they're and they're going to come into that second round worn down. Whoever they play, they're going to they going to have something taken out of them. And I don't I don't think the Stars kind of present that physical challenge that the, that the Predators uh, have struggled with in the past that they'd have addressed. You know, with the trade deadline, with Boyle and Simmons and Ivan Watson back, but for a first-round matchup, I don't think you, I don't think you could get much better than that for them. Unless it was Colorado, I like to you know they seem to dominate Colorado too, but uh, that was kind of a long shot for that to happen.
0: Yeah, so I mean, you know, you end up with the two seed, you know, you get home ice first two rounds. Again,
1: Which, I don't year. know if that I don't know if that means anything. No,
0: I, I, I don't. I don't <clears> know that. It, I mean, I think Peter Laviolette. I agree with him, and he's he's addressed as many times like, well. You want to win every game. You want home ice. Why would you not? I mean, right. would, if would I rather play a game here or somewhere else? I'll pick here. Right. But right. yes, last year demonstrated. I mean, the Winnipeg series was the opposite effect. I mean, both you know the road teams dominated that series, so that took a little bit of the shine off it. Of course, two years ago, everyone watched Nashville. They lost two games the entire Stanley Cup final run, and they. I mean, the place was. You you saw an effect from that place. To the players, I thought maybe not to the opposition, but they got energy. They talked about it all the time. You can't just dismiss it.
1: No, you can't, and you can't quantify it either. So right. it's it's just one of those things where you know, yeah, you'd rather be at home. I mean, rather be in your own bed. You'd rather, you know, have your own routine and and, and you know that you're used to you know an everyday life, and not have the you know the, the travel, uh, you know, affecting you early in a series, which you know again. I, I've, I look in any sport, like I just don't, I'm not a big believer in the home field, home ice thing. I just think the better team usually wins. But I, I think in basketball, I think it matters a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, look, football, a decent amount. I think hockey and baseball, it's very yeah, starting there's, there's pitcher. So who's many. Playing games, better. It's, yeah. it's,
1: it's, you know, it just doesn't really matter that much. But like you say, they're going to, they'll take it. Um, it was a an interesting end to the regular season to to determine all this because when on Saturday night when they went in to play the Blackhawks the uh, there were four different teams they could have played in the first round depending on all the different scenarios that that happened that night um, but and, and again one for the you know more more importantly to me and I, I am a believer in this that that momentum can carry over and they've were down two nothing in their last two games of the, of the regular season won them both and. You know, to get their you know to get their shot at uh, at the at the the division championship. So now the the banner jokes begin anew again. Uh, Well, this banner is fine.
0: Raise this uh, banner, uh, division banner. Go for it.
1: But uh, no, look it's it's a whole new ball game it's a whole different season and now we're going to see if all the moves that have been made pay off we're going to see if the guys who haven't been performing can perform and you know david poil said something kind of interesting yesterday which i i i love this this idea and i love when it happens when you know there are going to be one or two guys that nobody's going to talk about that are going to and whether they're with the predators or whoever through these playoffs they're going to make a name for themselves and nobody's going to expect it. And you know, a few seasons ago, it was Freddie Gaudreau, I think, or last, was it last last playoffs? Freddie Gaudreau, Freddie
0: Gaudreau, th- his first three professional goals, all in the Stanley Cup final. But
1: yeah, I mean,
0: even Harry Zolnirchuk in that <laughs> gets a huge goal, and Cody McLeod gets a huge goal.
1: Yeah, you've got to have those kind of goals, but those kind of contributions. But the the, the bottom line is, and, and Poyle said something else very interesting to me yesterday that I that I. You know, it was a 10 or 15-minute meeting with the, with the media, but it was just a one sentence about how they're, they feel like they're, why, the reason why they're going to win this is Pecorine. I um, thought that was a telling. You know, obviously he's confident in his goalie, and, he, you know, David can be outspoken at times in terms of, you know, being honest and, and whatnot. But um, I, I thought it was interesting that he said that. That was one, the one sentence that stood out to me yesterday in, in talk, when we were talking with him. And he's not wrong um and like we talked about on the last show you know if he is wrong they do have some good backup behind him so we'll we'll see how that goes
0: yeah well you mentioned momentum earlier see i would counter you know i i don't i just i don't know i think i think if you feel good about here playing it's it's better than not feeling good about here playing but again two years ago they had no momentum they were the eight it looked terrible they go in and they just get momentum from pecorine in chicago shut them down two straight games, boom, they're off. Last year, they had all the momentum in the world. They won five last five, and they won the President's Trophy. You know, and it didn't really translate. They were, they were, I think, a jittery team. But I do think that, especially with that, I think that's the two things. Pekka, Renee, and the way he's playing, and then also this third line being reunited. And, I mean, it was their best line in the playoffs last year, period. Anybody who wondered, like, you know, why is Austin Watson that big of a deal? He's a big deal for this team. Well, he's a big deal,
1: especially this time of year. Like they can yes. go regular. You know, they he missed most of the regular season. They were he wasn't the reason why they struggled. When, when you know they're, they're missing a lot of other bodies, but there are just certain players, and you know, in these situations in the playoffs, that this is what they're built for, right? And going back to the momentum thing, so and I agree with you on that. But I, I ta- like Matias Ekeland put it the best to me. He said, you know what? It's great to go into the playoffs with momentum, it's, but it's very very difficult to create momentum. Once you're in the playoffs and, and he mentioned what, you know, against the, the Blackhawks series and so yeah, we were able to do that, but it's a lot easier, you know, for, for us if we have something to build on rather than starting from scratch and trying to build it in the playoffs, because once you're down one or two games in the playoffs, you know, it, there's, there's no time left to, you know, to, to build anything. So you just kind of have to, if you have something going in, it's, it's much better. It's kind of like the home ice thing. It's like, yeah, you'd rather have it, but if you don't, you know,
0: yeah. Oh well, well. Yeah. And again, it, you know, two years ago they didn't have it for any series, and they seem to relish going on the road, getting that first goal on the road, getting the first game on the road. That I think the yeah the first three series they got game one, and so now the team with home ice is like crap. We just lost home ice, and you as the road team have immediately established yourself. So when you're the home team, and especially last year when you're the favorite and everyone thinks you're going, you're going to win it all. I, I think I think you could see that. I think. There was some and David Poyle also, by the way, said I had not heard anybody in that organization say this on the record, but he said, in my opinion, overlooked, looked them a little bit. And again, it's not a big surprise, but I hadn't heard that admission before. And I think it goes along with everyone's talking about the Stanley Cup. Everyone's picking you for the Stanley Cup. And it's the you know the Avalanche. And they squeaked in the playoffs. You've dominated them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talking about all the those Co- things. He's talking about the Colorado you know, series the going Colorado's- longer than it
1: should have gone. Yeah, and it yeah.
0: did. And I don't know if that mattered in the Winnipeg series. Winnipeg series went seven games, but I do think this team goes into the postseason more. I mean, they're not going to have to worry about everybody talking about them winning it. You know, is anybody picking them to win it? Probably not.
1: I mean, they're certainly not the
0: favorite. I mean, you know, the- they're in a wide open West, so maybe some people will pick them to get out of the West, but. I think they're like better equipped after all the experience they've been through to just say hey you got to be absolutely incremental you got to just this game and that's it and if you you let your mind stray from any of that at all you know that's where you can get in trouble so I think I think they're in a good place <laughs> In 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 that way,
1: I think they're in a much better place too. In regards to even two or three weeks ago, when they lost to to Winnipeg, they got killed. I think it was five to nothing. Winnipeg had three games in hand, and and you know the the goal of winning the division for whatever it's worth. I don't to those guys. Obviously, it's worth a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it really means all that much. But to them, it did. And for them to be able to kind of come back and and, and rev up that engine at the, at the end of the season, much like they did at the beginning of the season. There are parallels there. There are parallels because now their whole team is here. And now they've, you know, they've gone. People forget, you know, there was a two or three month stretch, you know, where they were missing a lot of key guys. And for the whole season, if you include Austin Watson, they never had their whole team together. And so for them to finish in first and and win that division and go into the playoffs as a number two seed in the conference, I think is a pretty good accomplishment. All all things considered, Uh, you know, now. Like you say, I I watched the Blackhawks kind of go through the rebuilding and winning and all the different stages you go through to get there, right? And the Predators got there and lost, and then they were, you know, the favorites the next year and and didn't make it. And this year's a whole different story, right? Now it's all that experience. I think means something. Um, and, and it'll be a whole different kind of experience for those guys. I think I think there's a little bit too being naive the first time you go through something, right? Like you just you don't know any better, so you just go in there, and you and that's the that's almost probably the best way. to yeah, It's do probably it. ideal, yeah. But you, you know you can't undo it once it's been done. So yeah, I, th- I really you know look, I, I don't. I, it's so unpredictable, but I, I really really like them in a series against the stars. Now beyond that, we'll see. Well, I want. I want you to break down your, your
0: key matchups here for this series. And I'm assuming star CEO Jim Lights does not still think Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan are, quote, bleeping horse, horse bleep, bleep <laughs> players anymore, which was what he said right around the – the, uh, end of the end of last the year, of the, the start of the new year. Yeah. yeah. So that, and things have out, sort of, I've seen things have gotten better since then. I guess, yeah,
1: I, I guess that motivational tactic um, worked. I don't get I don't your know. CEO to call out your players folks. Yeah, can you, can you imagine? I mean, but, Look, I think the Predators' top line is, is one of the best in hockey. I mean, you know, they're going to produce. You, you have to you have to figure. But here is the thing that that interests me about this series is if those guys don't, because Dallas is so good defensively and Dallas has such good goaltending, if if they don't, you are going to have to get the goal. You know, you are going to have to get some offense from the Kyle Turrises of the world and the, and you know the Granlins of the world and maybe even you know the Boyles or the Simmons. You know, some of those third, fourth line guys they're going to need offense from more than just their top guys. So I think, you know, the, the goalie matchup is really interesting to me too because they're both world-class. I mean, what, you know, every single goal, and it's cliche, and I hate cliches in the business that we're in, but... Every when the going si- gets tough, the tough get going. Every ball. single, I think every single goal in this series is going to could have huge implications. So I think, you know... Breaking it down in terms of, I mean, you know, Dallas does not ha- doesn't have a lot of offensive firepower. I mean, you know, they just they don't. So, you know, that's to the Predators' advantage because I think the Predators' defense is is, is really good too, and, and they've got to play better
0: than they did last postseason. But yeah, the matchup favors. them. But
1: uh, to your point, I think the Predators have got to get that secondary scoring. They've got to. That that to me is the key to the. You know, if, if assuming all other things are equal, and you know, Pekka's is going to do what he's going to do, and Ben Bishop is going to do what he's going to do you know it has to come from somewhere and and it may be you know maybe Dallas is really going to concentrate on you know the Johansson Arvidsson Forsberg and leaving it open for for some other guys to kind of take advantage of that and and I think you know in that regard that's the 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 biggest key for the Predators is getting that secondary which has been a that's been a key for them all season right like I mean they're all time I and I couldn't I know they've only been around for 20 years but their all-time franchise leader in goal scoring for a season is 34 set this year by Arvidsson I mean that's that's crazy to me and and how many games did he play and he played he missed 30 games I mean yeah. he, he's so you know he, he would have certainly probably had 50 plus He would have flirted to,
0: with 50 but for, yes still that for that to be the record for, for,
1: for 20 years I mean that's you know that, that seems like not a lot but they spread out their offense so well um you know and like I said I think that's that's healthy come the playoff time come playoff time because Look at look at Colorado. Look, Colorado had a all-world class top line and nothing else after that. Right. And it doesn't take you very far, you know, so you can't you can't rely on that, but you know, I think um, you know, they have a rookie head coach down there. I think there's there's seven or eight guys on the on Dallas's roster who've never played in a postseason game. Um, it's the first time they made the playoffs in 3 years. So you know, maybe there's that nativity factor for for the stars going into this. That you know, the predators have to watch off. But I don't. I don't worry about the predators overlooking anybody. after the season they've been through this year, agree. So I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a problem. And,
0: and watch out for Radulov, because <laughs> people around here know <laughs> know him well. He. I mean, he is. You know, he is a threat. Um. You know, David Poyle. You brought up earlier the the the, the comment he made, which is a good one about you know. Someone's gonna come out of nowhere, do something they've never done, and all that. And yeah, you do need that. But more importantly to me, two guys. You know, Kyle Turris, who obviously has been the focal point for a long time. Of, you know, you've got to do more when you make and six million a dollars. Huge, it's not yeah. us picking
1: on Kyle. Look, no, it's not anybody picking it's, on it's him.
0: Salary, it's it's your 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 prominence on the team, and obviously they've they got to the point of healthy scratches. But I mean, he's he's a huge huge key, and 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 so is Mikael Groundlin. I mean. And he has not done a lot since he's been here. And those two guys with Craig Smith, if that line can get anything going, because I think you kind of know that third line is is going to be make a positive difference for you. But that second line has got to make things happen
1: you can't yeah you can't have that pothole oh. out there where you bring out that first line and then you bring out you know and, and the second line those guys have been playing better of late i mean they have they've know, had some they've had some moments and but that third line and even even going a little bit a step further on that fourth line with simmons and boyle and and you know i mean you're looking and, and yarn who or i'm sorry um i'm having a my, my i'm drawing a blank but the fourth line also is not it's no no walk in the park no from a physical standpoint and i didn't like it first when they put all that physicality on that same line because i thought well who are they going to go out there and hit the other team's fourth line like what you know but i understand why they do it and boyle's been i've said it several times i think boyle's been the best you know move that poyle's made this year this season um and i I would expect i would i would guess that he would be back again next year they would try to resign but he is a guy i mean and, and not even i mean on the ice is great the locker room stuff, they brought Cody McLeod because he's a great locker room, but Boyle is a great hockey player and a great locker room guy. Mm -hmm. And he brings a lot of, you know, experience and and whatnot. And I I just like watching the guy play. So we'll see, you know, if they can roll, as they say, four deep, um, or even three deep would probably be enough for them. But they need that. That second line is so, so, so vital. And you mentioned the fourth line. And look, I mean, Wayne Simmons has got to do more too. I mean, they, they have not gotten
0: much out of him. It's going to be interesting to me. Peter Lavia loves to tinker, and you know he's not afraid to make make a move game to game. And you know if Rocco Grimaldi is ready to go, and Mika Salamaki is ready to go, those are guys who Grimaldi this season, Salamaki in past years. I mean, he was a really good fourth line player for them in the postseason last year. So um, you know you could see some some mixing and matching uh, that that fourth line does. Sort of, you know, makes sense in the postseason, especially in certain matchups.
1: But then maybe not even against the stars. I mean, look, they got Wayne, they got went and got Wayne Simmons and Brian Boyle for one team. I mean, it, or two teams if you count the book. The Jets are but, but really for one team, right? Right, and, the, and they, they may e- not play, but yes. But but even so, I mean, it doesn't hurt to have those guys. And, and again, having having Watson back, um, you know, and his his willingness to. You know, throw himself in front of pucks and block shots and, and you know, uh, kind of do a lot of things that aren't, you know, I mean, you mentioned they're their best line last year during the playoffs, and I, think, and I bet you a lot of it, that's offensive, offensive motivated. But if you look at what else Austin does on the penalty kill and, oh, you know, and, and just very important, uh, he does a lot of the little things, right, that he, a lot of other guys don't do or won't do. And, well, and th-
0: right. And that line matched up, of course, with that first line from Colorado you mentioned. But what they did was they flipped the table on them and put them on their heels. Right. And they right. made them play defense. And it was you know, that it it's why they got through that series. Uh, but we will see. It's a much burlier team. It's a much burlier, more physical team. David Poyle obviously wanted that way. And uh, starting out, any last thoughts on this series before we get it going? I think the Predators are gonna win in six, but we'll see. That's right. We should make picks. Preds in six. I'll go Preds in seven. I have a feeling Dallas is gonna make this a real grinder in that. The Preds are going to be just as tired as, as the
1: team they play in the second round. But how about the over-under on how many times Ben Bishop is going to be a, a, a question mark? Because that's the problem with with Ben. Bishop is is he's a great, great goalie, but man, it's hard to keep him healthy. Yeah, I mean, he's basically out for all of February. Uh, he, I remember the 15, I was covering the, the lightning room on the road, and, and it was like every game, is you know, is Ben going to play? Is he not going to play? Is he going to play? So... You know, but then again that's not great news for the predators exactly. if it doesn't based <laughs> so, on this year's matchups. Based on this year's matchups, yes. So
0: So there you have it. Catfish Corner. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the playoffs. We'll be back soon with another episode. See you next time.